All right. Check one. Check two. This is it. How you doing? Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. With your host, me, Rob Cantrell, come back for another episode. Again, like life begins all over again every day, every week. Without dismay, don't, 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 don't think I'm not coming. I'm coming. Sometimes it's Thursday, sometimes it's Friday. I'm figuring it out. You know, I'm putting the team together. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to Shapeshifter Lab, uh, Matthew Garrison, Fortuna, uh, giving me a great space to record three ex- excellent episodes on the YouTube page. You got to subscribe to the Cannabis Coffee Hour YouTube page all day, every day. That's where it's all going to happen. That's where it is happening. I got interviews of Bill Burr. I got interviews of uh, Craig Robinson. I got interviews of the mighty uh, Kevin Corrigan, the actor Kevin Corrigan. I, those episodes, I'm still buzzing. Happy New Year. This is the first 2024 episode of the Cannabis Coffee Hour. And uh, I recorded three episodes at Shapeshifter Lab, new jazz music experimental music venue over in uh, Brooklyn. I don't know why I'm saying over. That's where I'm at right now. Uh, But I I wanted to check. I think it's I think we're at 253 right now of the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Oh, here I go. I'm going to the YouTube page, you gotta check out the Cannabis Coffee Hour YouTube page. And you gotta subscribe. Shout out to uh, BL Kosher, BLP Kosher. Uh, all day. Uh, yeah, Kevin Corrigan, that was 253. So yeah, this is uh, episode two. I mean, that was 252. So that, that makes this episode of 253 episodes uh, caffeinated cannabis ridden and soaked to the bone uh episodes not really uh i didn't really smoke that much i've been slowing down um i kind of uh i'm on my palo santo (laughs) you guys fucking with palo santo incense it looks like a big rastafarian joint but it's a stick of wood but i have to say it smells so good and it does help with meditation and getting into the moment I have found. Now, this is the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I mean, I'm going to talk about cannabis. I'm going to talk about coffee. I'm going to talk about comedy. I'm going to talk about beats. I'm going to make beats. I'm going to experiment with the space called the podcast, which is everybody's like talking about, but it all it is is radio. I mean... Not really. I mean, I did a, a show called Brooklyn right before podcast, right before WTF, Shots Fired, uh, Mark Merritt's podcast. No, I mean, everybody was, internet radio was happening. So I had a little internet radio show that was with Rondell Hartley, a great comic here in Brooklyn that I met at the Boston Comedy Club. And we had this radio show where we played hip hop, old school hip hop, and uh, smoked bombs <laughs> and interviewed some comedians and musicians and that was fun 
and that was the beginning but a lot of it is the consistency so i did that i did a couple other different shows but it all comes down to money so that's why i'm coming circle full circle so you gotta subscribe to the youtube page you know what's up club shay shay all that shit i need some views but the views are there you know i'm figuring out this internet uh algorithm funky new world of um constant content which i'm no longer gonna rag about because i'm in a good position this is what i do and i can do it it just gets overwhelming you know and i think everybody i'm not just you know the phone constantly in your hand and stuff like that not that i mean i think podcasts are good especially the cannabis coffee hour podcast uh where i sample some a great coffee i got this dude columbia coffee uh city of saints coffee roasters drink what you like i got this great bag of coffee from my uh brother-in-law kevin uh shout out to kevin uh hooking me up but every month i get a new fresh bag of this type of roasters and i put in the internet and stuff i put in like what i like and what i don't like and every month they give me a new bag so this is the santa mariah City of Saints Coffee Roasters. Um, and it's delicious. I'm actually on my second pot. You know, I I wanted to record on Thursday. Like, I'm just coming off, you know, editing these multi-camera shoots. That's what's so dope about the last three episodes. And I love doing the solo episodes, too. Um, but, uh, you know... Um, do, I, I did a three-camera shoot. Shout out to Hiram and his uh, setup. And it was the first time, you know, I edited everything with multiple cameras. And I figured it out. That's what's wild. You know, you do figure all this stuff out as you go along. Life is all it is, is figuring it out as it goes along. Every day is different. Every day is the same. And it will be that to the end, you know. I've been really going, you know, I've been reading uh, this new book called The New Earth. What is it? Yeah, Eckhart Tolle has this book, A New Earth. But, you know, it all comes back down to mindfulness and, you know, just being present. You know, that's what I got about it, like, through some of the, you know, I just pick up stuff. And the more I'm meditating, I did 20 minutes of not to brag, you know, I, but I'm figuring it out, you know, I guess it's gone like, as long as I've been doing this podcast, I've been meditating and I meditated like two years and it kind of came out of just like so much anxiety and everything. And I didn't have like any medication, you know, cannabis and coffee and meditation, stretching, working out, doing art. So I just kind of figured it out, but I haven't figured it out. It's literally, you know, all even all spiritual type of scriptures or uh, spiritual text, it all comes back to that moment. Whether it's the Holy Ghost or Zen or, you know, 
the God inside of you. It's just getting to that point where you're accepting yourself absolutely fully with the earth and the universe right in that second, right in the where you're just absolutely cool with everything beyond the mental concepts that are in your mind, beyond the mental games that are in your mind, beyond the I'm this, I'm that, I'm blah, 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 and this is what I do. Oh, I got to take a shit. Oh, I got to eat. All that, beyond all of that, you're this moment. That's what I think is so magical about music. You're literally playing with the moment. All art, I guess you're playing with it. All life is it. Oh yeah. I'm gonna play with the beat machine a little bit. Funky ass bass. We're just flying through space. All the time. You can laugh all you want. But it's the damn truth. Shout out to Kenny Forrest. The comedian, great comedian, great person that just passed here in Brooklyn. My friend, I'll tell you a story. The last time I worked with him, you know, Kenny, I think was, was sober. I know he, you know, he was, some of his act he would talk about coke and shit. Um, you know, he was a hard Midwest, you know, drinking cool dude. I, I know all those type of dudes. They're great. But as you get older, you know, you go through those things, and then with comedy, it's, it gets tricky, so people get sober, or people start stop dra dropping the bad big habits, the, you know, harder drugs and shit like that. No judgments, no nothing. But we did have a great talk about cannabis. And we smoked a bit, I remember, it was the last show, and he had this show called Moving, uh, Post Moves. Hold up. Let me take this bass down. That's not what I want. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know what this beat is, but we'll fuck around with it. But yeah, so Kenny Post Moves was his stand-up show, and he booked me on it. And it was like two two weeks before his death. And uh, it was in this little jazz bar, swear to God. It's over in Bushwick. And it was the first time I'd done it. And he's had some shows before. I mean, I was a big part of that Knitting Factory show, even when Hannibal did it. It was like those guys came in from Chicago and started doing the Knitting Factory show. And I, I always hung out at the Knitting Factory. I did a, a, a lot of those shows. And they would always put me up. Always gave me much respect. Always put the old man up. Uh, so, yeah, with Kenny, yeah, we did the show. And I had a good set. He was hilarious. He was intimidating as a comic how good he was. And I don't really get that intimidating. I mean, I'm going to say it a bad. i just been around. So I've been with the best of the best, and I've been with the worst of the worst. 
I mean, I really lived in the open mics in San Francisco for a good two and a half years. Like, all the most grimiest coffee shop um, every night. If I didn't do it five nights a week, I wasn't working. It was my mindset. Back then when I was 27. But yeah, Kenny, so he booked me on this show. It was light, but I went up. He didn't put me up first. He put me up third, which is actually the best spot in the lineup. And it is a good spot for me. I mean, off the top, I'm all right, but my act is kind of weird. I'm out there. You know, I still don't know what I'm about to say anymore. <laughs> I do. I mean, I have all my, you know, like, like this podcast. I, I'm confident that I can talk. I can spiel. And I can fall into something funny always. If the crowd knows it or not, it's going to be funny. Well, you can't say that. You can't be... T- I, well, I kind of... You kind of get to a point where you know, but by not knowing, you know. Not like Zen. Like, don't live in the past, don't live in the future. Just be truthful in that moment. And after so many years, you can be truthful to the point where you're like, oh, I'll figure something out. And if I don't, it ain't the worst. Uh, so yeah, I had a great show. I did a funky set. It was weird, but went over awesome. Like I took all these weird risks, and then afterwards there was a bunch of rent. And he was like, "Hey, everybody, let's go outside and smoke some weed." They had a great uh, backyard, and there's this one random artist book. Sh- I forget what his name, but he was random. But he was funny, and he had a good soul and good heart. And he had this fat bag of weed, and I smelt it. And it wasn't any bodega weed. This was like homegrown. I could tell when some hippie hippie mama earth mama grew it or some of the stuff at the bodegas man has just gotten i don't know all the frosty frost and the tips and the it's just not my scene man i like a little bit of really good cannabis same thing with coffee you know after a while you just figure this shit out but some people like drinking budweiser for the rest of the life nothing wrong with that you like what you like and the same thing with weed you know there's all kinds of high-end weeds and power weed but give me some sun-grown not too strong but strong enough weed that's great but yeah so kenny i ended up being the guy that was designated to roll the joint and over the few years of just doing so many cannabis coffee cups cannabis cups for high times working at high times hanging out at high times working with the marijuana logs the play that i was in that was all about weed with doug benson and i smoked hard in college a little bit i can roll a joint and i had been in jamaica i mean i've broadcasted from jamaica before for this podcast and that's the best place to roll splits that's where i really learned because like 20 bucks you can get like (laughs) they give you literally a bushel and then you got to figure that shit out on your own because it ain't regular man that's jamaican weed you got to get that shit crunched up and break it down seeds galore but it's all grown sun grown so when it rolls it rolls great oh shit (laughs) i ran out of juice there man my recording device uh ran out of juice i had hooked up to the beat machine i'm trying to do a friday episode Got a little bit of the gremlins came along and ate up my technology. But now we're back. 
and I'm blessed with the Palo Santo for episode 253 of the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I was paying respects to uh, Kenny DeForest and I was paying respect to all, I was just been thinking about everybody going through so much shit and how much, uh, how life is so precious and how you do have to just kind of get back into the moment every day and uh, do it your way. Do it your way. Always do it your way. Well, not all the time, but you know what I'm saying. You just, uh, you gotta do, I think you wanna do what's good for you in the moment. And that isn't always the traditional what everybody else is doing. That's where judgment comes in, where I get, you know, and leaning in on some of these like big, huge issues that are happening around the world. You know, there's war and uh, racial stuff and, and, um, politics and you know it's just like oh man and after the pandemic you know my i just don't have the bandwidth i have the bandwidth for the now and it, it just is almost too much with the judge i just think there's in terms of like you think about like jesus or whatever or you know just like any spiritual type of text like don't judge anybody and you're like yeah but still you know <laughs> But I, I think it is just don't walk into danger. Don't be stupid. But at the same time, you know, don't attach yourself. I guess I guess it's just absorbing all this media online. And because I'm editing this podcast and because I'm watching my own podcast and because I'm trying to form media and get my head around it a little bit. In terms of where I want to take my stand up career, you know, that's you know, everything's changing. It shook up with the uh, pandemic. And I was lucky enough to get some acting, which I loved. The last OG, Girls 5 ever, and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I'm, you know, I'm trying not to set in pride. But, you know, I hustled to get those spots. <clears throat> One of them was through Mark Theobald and because I toured with Tracy and I had a uh, but, you know, relationship there. And they knew I was funny. I've known those dudes for like over 10, 20 years. And it was only like three or four lines. And they knew I could do it. And I did, and it was a, it was awesome. But then the strike happened, and after that, you know, I, I, it was another pivot. And then this is all during the pandemic and coming out. And then, okay, so acting's done. Now I'm going back into stand up. But guess what? The stand up world's all funked out. Uh, you know, I don't lean. You know, I would say, yeah, I'm a hippy dippy liberal at the end of the day. But even like that. I'm at a point now where I'm like, the labeling, the labeling, like even my name, Rob, you know, I'm almost to a point where it's like, it's all energy, you know? And you just try to do the right thing and the good thing right in that moment and have fun with it. Life is for living. That's what I came through, through some of my, I was like, man, this shit's for living. And you could tell when you're living like if it's traveling or going to new places or, you know, just being in the moment and enjoying uh, this earth, this air, you know, it's just like when you get to that point, it's all gravy. No, 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 no,
I really thought it was a different bass line. <laughs> I had one lined up and I was like, oh. well, maybe. coffee hour like i said you got to subscribe to the new youtube page just put it in the google machine and hit subscribe my man lady uh vibration in the universe but i don't want to do the hard sell it's there and it's it, i know it's good it's just going to keep on getting good well or i'm going to i'm going to do my best to make it good and i really don't think i've even put it all the way down you know i'm still figuring out the space i'm still figuring out the mics i'm still figuring out the cameras uh in each one but i do have fun and i learn and i do get something out of it so i appreciate everybody everybody that's out there listening and uh subscribe or watch the video it's all good um but yeah this is 253 yeah, we had a great time with Kevin Corgan. Again, he has a great uh, art. It was great talking about art and seeing his art. Um, he's doing an exhibit in Historia. So please go check that out. Kevin Gor Corgan art uh, exhibit in Historia, Queens. And I think it runs for the next two weeks. I'm going to go check it out this weekend. At least that's what I have written down. Um, but as you know, you go into the weekend, you're like, I hope I can do all these things. Other things pop up. Uh, recording vices shut down. <laughs> like this last one. Hopefully I can put this podcast back together. I think I can. Um, you know, that's what I love about just doing the audio ones. But also, you know, I'm enjoying putting the visuals together for it. And that's where I see it's like audio and visual is like the new thing uh, for entertainment. And everybody has access to it. So it, so anything that's just a little bit different, it's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty dope. But I have been listening to a lot of more hip hop, not a lot, but it's so big these days. And I have to say that. Uh, 
Jack Harlow. Like, I called Jack Harlow very early on. And then I'm calling BLP Kosher. That dude's the next dude to, like, really super, I really think. In terms of, like, good rhymes and good bars. And then the Mace Cameron sports show is really good because uh, Cameron freestyles. As much as I do, you know, Cameron and Dipset and the whole pause shit, you know, it's, you know, it's cool. It is what it is. I know those type of cats. <coughs> uh, but some of it, I'm just not a sports dude. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like that. Or, you know, I, but I am entertained when I hear them talk about sh uh, sports, uh, Cameron and Mace. Just because, I don't know, maybe it's the 90s and Cameron and Mace. In terms of uh, hip-hop professional writers, in terms of people that I much respect, the wordplay, like, they go in so fucking hard, it's ridiculous. In terms of writing and the rhymes. That's the thing about when you get into hip-hop um, or get into art, you know, you start absorbing everything. And then you start to get obsessed. And then you start toying with it and playing with it oh i can't be as good as them but the thing is you could be as good as everybody could be good as everybody and a lot of it is distractions and confidence but yeah blp kosher and jack Har i mean and then well the thing about cameron's doing like these rhymes and he has a dope camera he has his own tv set from his uh come and talk to me it is what it is, podcast network. Um, but yeah, his flows are great. I've always just like his flows. The content, you know, it's definitely Coke rhymes, which is cool. But, you know, the older you get, I'm just like, ah. Um, and a lot of it was just the artist. I mean, I know not to judge it, you know. Um, and great art comes from like tough, dark places. And I mean, I mean... I guess from the hood, I guess from, you know, I don't know. There's just a lot of negative stuff going on with um, hip hop, with all the guns and shooting and how big it's gotten. Like when I got in, I was born in 1972. My first concert was Houdini. That's the truth. The Fresh Fest. And it was Houdini in Roanoke, Virginia. Houdini run DMC on their second album. I'm talking King of Rock. Um, wait, wait a sec. Yeah, King of Rock was the second album. King of Rock was, I mean, the first there was Rockbox and Sucker MCs on that first album, but the second album, and that really was before it went mainstream. It main main it went super mainstream with Raising Hell, and that's when they did the Aerosmith. But I caught them, I saw them with Houdini on the first Fresh Fest, 1984. I was born in 1972. I was a full-on b-boy. I was wearing a full Fila suit. I was breakdancing. I had fat laces. I was good. You know, I was like 12 or 13. It was my first little swagger, uh, like, thing I was good at. I was funny and a spaz and a goofball and just good to be. I mean, I had friends. But I wasn't into sports. That was the weird. My brother's sick basketball player. Shout out to my big bro. Um, great. And that was the thing that was overshadowing. And I, my mind couldn't, I don't know. I, uh, some, so I, I saw something online about like some potheads are 
by narrow there's something like i think there's something in my brain that pot really does help but i remember being young and how fast my mind would race and i would get decent grades it wasn't enough to be alarming but i was much smarter than the grades i was getting you know i was getting b's and c's but it seemed when i was hanging out with some of these motherfuckers i was smarter than they were but my mind would just race it would just fucking race i don't know i think that's part of just being a creative and then learning to control that as I got old and learning to let go of it because it's just noise. It is like a beat machine that means nothing, but you can draw things from it. You could put your mind on anything or you can, the whole meditation kick is just to get out of your mind. Breathe in through your heart, bruh. Uh, let's see what this beat's all about. <laughs> But I do like the beat itself. Put some echo on it. Let's go out of space. That's what I love about like dub reggae. Just fucking with the Oh shit, I had the reverb cranked up all the way on that. What's it all about, man? Oh, I guess with, with hip-hop, like, I saw it form, and then I've seen it get big, and then it's gotten so big that it's like, <laughs> it's, it's like you look at the top ten songs, it's always like three big drill rappers. Um, but I don't even know what top ten, like, that's what's so exciting with all this stuff, is like, I really think it's going to take away labels and categorizing people to a point like I think we've been doing it like the group think thing you know is just slowing evolution down oh I like that that's kind of happy I think I've found this beat a few times on this thing I mean I could create something Jumped up, all jacked up. Make it beat, make it funky. 
get on the mic, rock it like a honky, <laughs> honky, 70s turn, yeah, I was born in 72, That I, I forgot, that's what I wanted to talk about, I'm doing a one-man show, everybody, big, big announcement, I got a one-man show, I'm going all in. Um, it's called 1972, February 20th in Brooklyn, New York at Young Ethel's, 506 Fifth Avenue. Um, yeah, during the pandemic, you know, I, you know, I was, okay, I was opening for Tracy Morgan on a private jet, doing great shows, and also headlining for the last 15 years, uh, and before that, opening, you know, I did all of it, all of it. Uh, started in 1999 in coffee shops, got on television in 2003, moved to LA, lived there till 2005, more TV, traveled to Hedberg, traveled with um, <laughs> Jay Moore and Burt Kreischer, I did shows with them, started opening for Craig Robinson, opening for uh, Tracy Morgan, moved back to New York, headlined more, did the marijuana logs. Started doing more acting. And now I'm doing this, and I've, I've produced two hip-hop albums, which I was proud about. You know, I was just like taking investment. Yeah, I was born in 1972. This is what the show's about. It's Tuesday, February 20th. I'm doing it. I'm just trying it out. I got a great opener, Maggie Champagne, who is, uh, she's sick. Very funny female actress and comedian. Um, very talented. From North Carolina, uh, she had these big commercials right when I came, moved to New York, and she's always she's in a bunch of horror movies. She's been in the Amy Schumer show. She's been she's just like a solid New York awesome actress. But also on the down low, she's like a great stand. I knew her, you know, doing bar shows, and I always was like, that chick's funny as hell, man. And I have her coming through. She's married and's got a kid, but she's acting a ton now. Um, and she's also doing like a lot more stand-up. So I'm bringing her in. She's going to open the show. And then I'm just going to go on. I might fuck around with my beep machine. Try to get a little bit more used to uh, playing with the rhythms and the rhymes. Uh, you know, improving in the moment. Working your brain that way. I'm reading more books. Like I said, I'm reading the Eckhart Tolle book, A New Earth I Like. I'm eating honey. I got this jar of royal honey. <laughs> royal queen. It's what the queen bee eats, man. I'm eating the queen bee uh, honey. But I somebody gifted me this great. It's called Be Alive. I love this stuff. But it's called the royal jelly, which is like the what the queen eats. And you're. It's not really for taste. It tastes kind of weird. But uh, it also tastes like honey. But it's not like super sweet, sugary, sugary, sugary. But it is sweet and honey. It's just a different vibe. And uh, but it's really good for you, is what they say. You know, it's definitely homopathy. I don't know if you know Surgeon General type of shit. But anything back to nature, honey, uh, Palo Santo coffee. That's what I like. Stuff that adds to me and not takes away all the processed stuff. All the Twinkies, and you get through it. I don't know. It's kind of like the sugary foods. Like, you you start getting used to it, and you kind of get addicted to it. And then, even negative thinking. I think, you know, I went through this meditation today, and 
now since it's always when I'm like in such a Zen place, like somehow my ego will right, right when, you know, I think I've reached Nirvana or, you know, just being present, you know, completely present and erasing all thoughts. There's something, you know, there's a slippery slope at that moment that, you know, I don't know something else. Like your ego figures another way to be a dick to you somehow. And then you're a dick to other people. And that's when you start getting like in petty little arguments and like shit like that, you know. And I'm trying to erase that. Like something that Eckhart told was like negative feelings like eventually reverberate to the surface. And I think, you know, kind of that Bill Hicks, Nirvana, anti-establishment, you know, um, independent uh, against the man type of shit, which is 100% right. But there is an underlying vibration that you can't live in. That's the thing about the politics thing. I can't live in it or I'm not appreciating aiding life fully. But then there's a responsibility, you know, to your fellow man in terms of trying to, you know. But I think that's all through example. That's what I'm learning is like, if you want to change the world, change yourself. Don't tell anybody else. Just do your thing, and then, you know, people might learn from the way you do it. Or they don't. It really doesn't matter. It's all fucking, we're all going to the same, back and forth, moving that energy around. But this time, this is your moment. So you might as well live it out. Oh. Too much feedback. Sorry, guys. I'm getting better with the microphones. And whether if I'm... Uh, I know uh, people complain online about me. My mic levels are kind of wild. what i wanted i just wanted the keyboard there's a place where you can just get the beat and the keyboard rolling and that's what i kind of sometimes i fuck around and find something cool now that's a fucking laser You're like you step into me alien you want some of this shit talking about aliens and shit but i never seen one never seen a ghost i'm not saying there's nothing else out there i think there's a, everything out there and nothing out there The most truthful I found is like in the cold moment.
I don't want to waste your time. Uh, but I do love. Don't want to waste your time. So should I bust a rhyme? I never dropped a dime. Whoa, I don't know what I just did there. Oh, there we go. Can you still hear me? Can you still feel me? Can we do this? Yes, we can. Can we rock the mic? Aw, oh, yeah, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Aw, oh, I don't know. I'm just doing another sick flow. I'm on the mic, Rob Cantrell. Coffee, yes, you could tell. From a breath, it was dark. Guess what? I'm gonna cut a fart. Then I'm gonna walk down the street. Gonna rock this funky beat. I see everybody that is unique. Shine your light, shine your light. Don't you know, tonight is the night. Just like every night. Just like every day. Just like every second. It's your way. Watch out. Don't let it come in. Just be your own friend. Then zen it out every day. Help your neighbor in a nice way. Help your dog. Pet his paw. Tell him it's gonna be all right. Cause it will be. Just going back to the energy. Playing with this situation. It is a situation. We are flying through space. Things are moving at a fast rate. Things are changing really fast. But watch out, don't you get gassed. Just keep your head right. Look to the stars every night. Look to the sun in the morning. Say, hey, I'm not gonna be boring. I'm just soaring in outer space every day. Yeah, we're moving in a new way. An old way. It's just gonna happen again today, today, today. It's gonna keep on happening every day. If it doesn't, guess what? You weren't there. Ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading that Rick Rubin book and um and lots of loud zoo. And, it, and the thing that I got to was like, you should be thinking about your center. And then your consciousness is creating whatever universe you're working from the center. So that's kind of where the ego gets like tricky. But it helps you stay in place and let uh, accept things as they come and as they are and to see them as they are, I guess, without judgment. So you can process it a little bit cleaner and react a little bit smarter. You know, that's what this whole war stuff is going on. It's like, oh, you wake up and you're like, dude, we can do all this stuff. And people are still out there killing each other for some weird mind concepts of what, what is and what is not. But what is is only this moment. And it's every breath is, you know, precious. And this is if, if, if this is it, then this is really is it. Or what is it? I don't know. It doesn't even matter. 
matters love 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 but what is love Sounds cool. too bonkers i could bring it back i just did some different moves on this beat machine that i wasn't super familiar with but i'm getting it back it's because i was doing this recording thing and it was doing this loop thing and i'm figuring that out but let's figure this thing out um one one more time one more time Another day. Um, check out Rob Cantrell for dates. Like I said, I'm, I'm putting together this solo show, 1972. I want everybody to come out. Come smoke some weed. Young Athletes is great. It's going to be free. Uh, buy a drink or two. And that's all you got to do. Tuesday, February 20th. Yeah, I'm just excited to do it outside of the comedy club. Not that, that I'm not against comedy. I've just done them all. And there's just a different vibe. And this is like yeah, a CD or it's just a cool dive bar, you know, where you would see a band and shit. Um, and it is great to like let loose in those type of environments. And it's only one show. And like I said, I'm going to probably come up with a fucking big stack of notes and fucking freak out. Maybe play some beat machines. I want to kind of start freestyling a little. I mean, I try. I, I want to say thank you for your patience. Uh, I with with rhyming with hip hop rhymes. I do like to pre-write. A lot of these dudes do. A lot of people freestyle, but it is like I'm trying to do a little bit more on the podcast. Like I said, I'm, thank you. I could do it. it. It's just a pocket, and it takes a minute to rock it. And since we're recording this and you guys are spending your time, I didn't want to fuck around too much. But like I said, Young Ethels, February 20th, that's the big show uh, that I'm excited about. If you want to see me live, shit, man, fly to Brooklyn, come do this. (laughs) But I'll be touring around, you know, things open up. I'm going to Nashville, actually. You can check out in February. That's what this one-man show, I'm kind of taping for this college, uh, college, I'm doing like a, a taping set in Nashville, I'm getting flown down, 
on January 19th. Uh, that's next week. I'm not, I'm sorry, I got things confused. <laughs> I need some help with my calendar. No, uh, I got a college taping next, I'm going to Nashville next weekend, so that'll be good. But then Vermont, February the 24th, I am. So if you're going to be in Vermont near Killington, I'm doing this cool little comedy club called the Woolen Mill Comedy Club. And Woolen Mill Comedy Club in Vermont. I haven't done it, but everybody says it's great. And I think they're going to dig my vibe. You know, there's actual gnomes making uh, kombucha up there that uh, those type of cats love uh, my stand-up. So hopefully they'll come out of the woods and come check it out. So yeah, the dates are coming in hard and they're coming in strong. And uh, yeah, we're getting some other stuff up there. Uh, but mostly I'm just trying to work on this one-man show and then audition and then... Yeah, I'm doing a couple more tapings, but as stand-up is opening up and uh, TV is getting back, I've had a couple auditions, haven't booked anything yet, but that will come around. Uh, but actually, I do got to pee right now, so this will be a good time to break out. Uh, I love you. Um, stay true. Peace and love throughout the universe. <laughs>